This is the North Georgia Life Podcast. Embrace life where you live. Welcome to the North Georgia Life Podcast. It's Jake, your host. In today's episode, we are at the Galloping Galette in Brazelton, Georgia. Now, I'm going to preface this with saying, as I talked about in the interview, thankfully, I've had an opportunity to have a couple layovers in Paris, uh, which I've got a friend that one of my best friends lives outside of about 45 minutes outside of Paris, France. And I have had the opportunity to have real authentic French food. And I'm telling you, it's amazing. Everything that is like terrible for you, like all of the desserts, the pastries, the croissants, everything, the crepes, it's all amazing. You're like, you're like, I don't, I don't care if it's bad for me. I plan on dying right after I eat this. <laughs> so after having left there, it's hard to come back and have things that pose as French cuisine when you actually know what French cuisine is. This little place in Brazelton, Georgia, is the closest thing to being on the streets of Paris eating authentic French cuisine. These folks are two years into being in the U.S. They came here directly from France. I'm telling you, they are uh, the closest thing to being in France as far as a restaurant and cuisine goes that you can find in our neck of the woods, you know, by, by, by a mile. So if you want a great place that is supporting a locally owned business that uh, is just going to be a really, really neat experience and, might I say, absolutely delicious, if you don't get one of their, their they've got the sweet and savory crepes and the galettes, uh, but the one caveat is you're going to be like so full and happy like just don't plan on doing anything afterwards like you just like go sit on a bench for an hour and just just revel in what just happened to your taste buds so uh, you know how to find us online facebook instagram north georgia life podcast you can email us at north georgia life podcast at gmail.com and again we just want to say thank you for all of you who are sharing this with your neighbors your coworkers, people that uh, you meet that are new to the area or maybe just kind of don't get out a whole lot to new places. Uh, we are getting new listeners every week, and we just uh, are so thankful for all of you. And if there are places that you would like us to feature that are small businesses, restaurants, things of that nature, family activity sites, go ahead and send them to us. We would love to take a look at them and get them on the uh, schedule if we can. With that, we'll get started at the Galloping Galette in Brazelton, Georgia. Welcome to the North Georgia Life Podcast. It's Jake, your host, and today we are at a location here in Brazelton, which if you don't know where it is, uh, you're going you're gonna to find out real soon. Uh, my wife and I came here for the first time to the Galloping Galette, which is an authentic French cuisine restaurant, which is right in downtown Brazelton. We came this past weekend, and oh my goodness, like we, it's funny when you get eat really good food no matter what fare it is what what style it is everybody kind of has that same reaction when they take the bite the first bite of something that they hadn't had before and it really just kind of knocks your sock off and it just you kind of just kind of like start moaning and you bob your head up and down like yeah this is good and both of us when we started eating the crepes here we were just like oh my gosh oh my gosh why have we not come here sooner so I am here with Vivian, who is the uh, managing partner here, one of the owners, and as you will hear, she is uh, 
straight from France. She, she, she is the Hello. authentic thing, the real thing. So, Vivian, thanks for your time today. You're welcome. Thank you for thinking about us for your podcast. Yeah. So you have a, gosh, you guys have had such a, an interesting adventure. You are relatively new here, but mm-hmm. you kind of hit the ground running as soon as you came to the States. So uh, b- before we get to kind of how you started the, the operation and what you wanted to do, in the restaurant world, tell us a little bit about where you're from in France. We come from western northern France. Uh, if you have a look at the map, uh, usually what comes to mind when you think about that region is Normandy because this is where they took place. Okay. And so just below that region, you have Bretagne, Brittany, and this is where we come from. I would even say that we come from the bottom of that region. Uh, we used to live in a big town whose name is Nantes. This is the seventh city in terms of population in France. But I was born in a small, smaller town, which is the size of Brazilton. Okay. Um, my mom herself is really from Bretagne. Uh, she was born in a very small town of 500 inhabitants, and she brought uh, traditions with her when she uh, married my father. Okay. And. Um, this is where we come from. <laughs> so d- does the line of, of cooks and chefs run in the family? Not really. No? I'm a farmer's <laughs> daughter. And uh, I'm not the one cooking in the kitchen, actually. But when I met my husband, uh, I brought that with me, the galette and the crepe. Uh, my mom used to cook that for us every other, every Friday. She would cook either crepe or galette. Okay. And uh, for me, it's a non-brainer. It's always been there. And it's a little bit like the burger for you. Uh-huh. It's my tradition. It's, uh, it's the same. So mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of your, your Friday night. A lot of people yep. get pizza. Yep. In France, it's the crepe. Yeah. Well, not necessarily in France, but in my house, okay. it was that. In your house. And I would say that in Bretagne, you will find that uh, in a lot of places, in addition, of course, to the crêperie, which is the name of the restaurant uh, for crêpe and galette. You okay. will find that in lots of houses. We, we like our tradition in terms of food. So, uh, so I'm curious, the mm-hmm. name, Yes. what's the uh, symbolism of the name? What's the name mean, the galloping galette? Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Actually, it was, um, so at first it's my husband's business. I joined him because, uh, well, I wouldn't let him go to the U.S. on his own, of course. <laughs> and uh, because also the galette and the crepe, uh, it's more my thing at the beginning that is. Even so, he adopted it. The reason why, the reason of the name uh, Finding the right name is always hard. Mm. I don't know if you had to do that, but to find the right term, the right uh, yeah. message, I mean, because it's supposed to represent you and to convey a message about mm-hmm. what you're doing. So we were all thinking about it with, uh, uh, you know, we have family here, his stepfather is here, his former stepfather is here and his wife, and we were talking together on that day. And Yannick uh, had, uh, lots, had seen lots of shows, uh, such as uh, the one of Julia Child or The Galloping Gourmet, yeah. which is a, a British show, if I, my memory serves me well. And of course, the good names had all been taken. <laughs> and suddenly, Margot, uh, our stepmom, came with that one and it was uh, this is the one it's the one and I think it's the one it just takes a little while because for people to understand it because usually when you think about uh, crepe you don't think about galette so galette is very unknown I mean it used to be now people know a little more about it and what uh, is the distinction between the two so the galette is a crepe but it's made with buckwheat basically it's Uh. the difference and so instead of being sweet it will be savory and the funny thing is that even in Bretagne, uh, when you go there, you will find places, some spots in which we will talk about crêpe de blé noir, which is literally a, a 
buckwheat crepe. Huh. And in other places, you will talk about galettes. And I do not, I do not have the explanation. Someone probably does. I yeah. mean, as it, it's just that I don't have it. I just always called it this way. So to me, it's a galette. Yeah, mm. it's easy enough. Easy. Yeah. So uh, your your husband was mm-hmm. was he? Did he have cooking genes? Was he was that something he did? Did he go to culinary school? It took yes he did a he did a training before we opened that restaurant mm-hmm. otherwise his background is not so much culinary than uh, artistic uh, when i met him he was in fine arts he did five years in fine arts uh, and then afterwards he did his uh, voluntary uh, service mm-hmm. if that makes sense you know in france we still had that actually at that time it talking back 1998 <laughs> a little while ago and uh, and afterwards uh, he wanted to go back to Paris, actually, where his mom is from. Mm. And I didn't want to go to Paris. <laughs> I wanted to stay in my region. So he found a job in a, in a business who used to uh, remodel houses. Uh-huh. This is where he started his first job. And then he had a company in that kind of industry for 13 years. Mm. And uh, at some point, he was just tired of that, uh, tired of dealing with lots of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wanted to change uh, of business and uh, this is where this is where the galette and the crepe uh, came in huh. well it was that and also the fact that if he was to redo something it was not to be in France for the time being mm. as much as we love France we needed to change hair mm-hmm. and uh, and of course I talked earlier about his former stepfather his name is Fabrice and Fabrice is very important to that story because he's been living in the US for the past 30 years almost mm-hmm. and uh, he loves the U.S. I mean, he loves it. Mm-hmm. And when, when he's passionate about something, he will keep you. I mean, he will bring you in his passion. Yes. He is the one who uh, trained me to be a translator. And he's the one who convinced us uh, that the idea of coming here was a, a good idea. Yeah. And the more we came, the more we realized that maybe we could bring something which was different. Yeah. And, and is that the uh, family member that lives here in Houston? Yes. Okay. So they're from France? Yes. Originally? Fabrice is from France. Okay. Uh, Margot, his wife, is from California, actually. Okay. Yes. Okay. So the the booming metropolis of Brazzles and Houston mm-hmm. is an international spotlight. Exactly that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So somebody told me, uh, it, it was probably uh, maybe a month ago, um, it was a, my business partner, we were talking about some of the episodes I was doing, and I think he was the one who had introduced me to the fact that you guys were here. Mm-hmm. And when my first... Uh, time uh, first time my wife and I went to Paris we were actually the, the only two times we've been uh, we're on layovers we were, we were there one of my best friends lives outside of Paris in Brie and uh, so we we basically just planned a uh, day or two layover so we could visit with him and see Paris mm-hmm. and that if you've never been to Paris it is uh, you literally the first time you're walking around you just feel like you're in a movie set it is a, mm. an old world feel that I've never experienced anywhere else on the planet mm-hmm. um, and then the street vendors that was the first authentic crepe mm-hmm. I had mm-hmm. and I didn't want to leave mm-hmm. you know it was just crepe and Nutella and yeah. it was beautiful and it was wonderful and it loved me yeah <laughs> no I completely understand it's so crepe is, is a non-brainer I've always loved that and uh, yes. so good and we we literally I, I can't even believe we did this uh, when I think about it now. So we filled like like three or four gallon Ziploc bags with croissants. Are you kidding me? No, <laughs> because uh, because both of our, our offices, the people we were working with at the time, knew that we were coming back. And some of, uh, I think one or two of them had been 
to France before, and they're like, you got to bring them back. And oh. before we went, we were like, well, there's croissants here. You know, yeah. go to Panera. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, no, it's not anywhere close to the same. <laughs> so uh, I don't even know how much weight we gained over the, <laughs> the oh, next well, week or you so. You shouldn't speak like this. Uh, Never yeah. think about, in, I mean, in terms of weight. Yeah, exactly. Don't think in terms of weight. No. Think in terms of smiles. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's good for you. Yes. Uh, mm. So... When I found out you were here, mm-hmm. and he said he—I think it was—it was Corey. It said that you were like real French. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Then they probably have like the real crepe machines, and and they they got the squeegees, and they yeah. do it like mm-hmm. like the street vendors. Yes, the and mm-hmm. when we when we started eating the crepes that we were, we had on Saturday night. It was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> yes, 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 <laughs> and we had the sweet, and we had the savory. And it was, I mean, it's all fantastic. The the French press was amazing. And the, the thing I, I love, because when you have a restaurant that you have things that are uh, uh, just, the taste is, is exceptional, you can get lost in the menu if the menu is like, you know, five pages front and back. Your menu is fairly simple, but it's diverse. So we had one of the, the crepes, I think it was the special that day. Mm-hmm. It had some sort of magical thick bacon mm-hmm. with leeks and mozzarella cheese and something else. And it, I, I mean, w- like one of the best things I've had in like forever. It was so good. Well, thank you very much. That's very kind of you. S- so talk a little bit about how you formed your menu because your menu has a variety, but it's not super complicated. So somebody finds two or three things they love you don't get lost in in the menu so how did you guys is that n- normal for france uh crepes if you go in a in a crêperie such as this one in france you can find different menus this one actually is uh well we're a casual we're a casual place let's say it like this and it's true that maybe we represent france here because there's not much lots of french places around mm-hmm. but as i said earlier this is very typical of our region so it's not representative of French food specifically, I would say. And uh, to get back to the former point, if you were to go into that kind of place, you would find different things maybe. Uh, it can be less elaborated or more elaborated. Mm-hmm. It really depends on where you go. Uh, in our menu, we feature one which is like complete or complete, as you okay. would say it. Uh, it's, it's very simple. It's uh, Swiss cheese, ham and egg. Um, this is probably the most popular ever in France. Hmm. I still eat it pretty much regularly it here, almost yeah. every day. But the funny thing is that I'm pretty sure that if you were to order it, you would order it with uh, scrambled eggs. Hmm. Well, I will order it the gooey way because it's the best. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's a little bit like um, egg over easy. Yes. Pretty yes, much yes. that. It's very good like this. And so it's very simple. Mm-hmm. And if you compare it with the one that you had, this one is a little more elaborated. Uh, I think, as I said, I think you had chicken on that one. And uh, this one is... Yes, lemon. it it's was the marinated chicken. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So that, so that one is a recipe of my husband, actually. Oh, my gosh. It's a lemon re- marinated yes. chicken with a uh, little curry in it. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the the menu actually has been uh, elaborated of course my husband did it with a friend with a chef mm-hmm. uh, who uh, was there for one week before we opened they, they put their, their minds together and uh, they chose the recipe that uh, that we would do because again my my husband doesn't have a background in, in cooking so right. we needed to make sure that we would do uh, we would keep things simple yeah. but good yeah the the f- 
the, the very important thing to us is the taste and uh, afterwards I guess that uh, what is important also is to cook yeah I mean it's obvious but um, everything is freshly cooked every morning mm -hmm. and uh, I think it makes probably uh, I yeah. mean it's, it, it, and it and helps the to uh, the dessert crepe we had was mm -hmm. I mean just like get a wheelbarrow roll me out it was so good it was uh, the fresh strawberries, some sort of caramel sauce, some sort of cookie crumble, something. I mean, I think there was Nutella in the middle. I don't know what it, it, it was. It was so insanely good. Mm -hmm. uh, just like you said, everything tasted like it just got there today. I mean, it was fresh and mm -hmm. uh, it was it was light, but it was like still decadent. Mm -hmm. So, um yeah, really, really good. How did you, you when you got so when you guys got here? I mean, yes. you've only been here what two and a half years, and you you opened up. No, we were not here at all before. You weren't uh, here. We arrived two years uh, and a half before. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was okay. We opened in October two thousand seventeen, and we were not here before. The only thing is that uh, we used to visit here. Oh, you every were visiting. Year. Okay. And so that's why, as I said, it's why we knew about the area, but the day when the day come came that we needed to find a place it was kind of a, a challenge for us right. and we did that in november december 2016 uh, and at first we didn't we were not thinking about Brazelton. what mm -hmm. we had in mind was more uh, atlanta or athens right because uh we had discussions with uh, our real estate which was with uh, the yeah. same company you're working with uh -huh. by the way uh and uh she had, she had been to Paris and actually it was very interesting because when she came back she told me well I tried the galette and I didn't felt I didn't feel that she was very excited about it and I was there so you didn't like it she was there no I didn't and she was very apologetic about it and I was there well you know what it's okay it's yeah. a matter of taste and uh, but that's very interesting because I mean I need it's, it's good to hear that you may not like it mm. she was there well you know you may want to be in a place where there is a lot of traffic so evidently, at the time at least, uh, the big towns came to mind. Mm -hmm. But honestly, the more we visited the places in the big town, so Atlanta or Athens, as I said, it wasn't for us. Right. We didn't feel comfortable there, uh, not to mention the prices, which were very right, high, of course. Right. So the risk was very high. And, uh, and the funny thing is that, again, our family was there. But you know what? think about Brazilton. Brazilton, there are things going on there. And mm -hmm. they talked about the Cotton Calf, which was the big restaurant, right. which had just opened. And I was like, what? Yeah. So we visited there. We visited the restaurant. They showed us the, their place and they told us actually about the place that we have now, mm -hmm. which was empty at the time. And I was so amazed at the, the building, which had been completely reshaped. Um, I had seen it the first time I came in Georgia. Okay. Yeah, I needed some stamps, so I went on the other side of the building at the post office with uh, postcards that I had had a hard time finding, by the way. <laughs> and uh, and this this uh, this for this store, this big building, seemed to be uh, nice, but in very uh, I mean very badly in need of uh, of repair. Right. And uh, when I saw what had been done three years ago, I was like, wow, that's just incredible. Yeah. And the people who came to that restaurant, so that meant that there were people who were maybe uh, willing to, to spend more time here. Mm -hmm. And in, 
waiting for something else, expecting something yeah. else. Yeah. And so that's why we're here, actually. Yeah. We're indeed here yeah, and we, because we, of that reason. We talked about when we before we uh, started recording, the Brazelton mm -hmm. area, as most people know, is going bananas as far as development goes mm -hmm. so you got in at a really good time i think got so your footprint we've been very it doesn't lucky hurt that you're in the same building as cotton calf no <laughs> absolutely not, not. i uh, think it's a great, a great thing. location yeah uh, so i mean you guys are, are fairly as far as uh, as restaurants go you're fairly uh new in the business but yes. you you have passed the main threshold which is the two-year mark um yes that's, that's the you know that's the ominous date everybody tries to get past in any small business if you if you went back in in time from the times you visited to when you actually started over the last two years, anything that you would you would do differently, you'd do sooner, you'd have changed. I don't really know. It's hard. Uh, it's hard to answer that kind of question. I think we're still very new. Yeah. Time flies by, and we just realized we realized it. For instance, when we celebrated our first year, it was already something. The second year was there. Was there no way? Yes, it's here, mm -hmm. and actually we are halfway already to the third year. Yeah, and it's just it just seemed very very incredible to me. Uh, I don't know yet. I mean, yes, of course there are things that we sh we should have done differently probably, but I mean we 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 took it we took it slowly mm -hmm. at first because we. I don't think that we didn't really know how to do it another way. Right. We needed to make sure that uh, everyone was comfortable with what they were doing in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. We're still building the kitchen team. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of rotation, unfortunately, there. Uh, even so, we've always managed to have good people. Yeah. Uh, and at least one or two people at a time. So yeah. that uh, my husband is always there, but he can always rely on good people yeah. to be here to help him out. And as for the room, I've been luck very lucky and fortunate to always have good people on, on which I could on whom I could rely. Yeah. And uh, it's everything. Without the team, you cannot do anything. What? And uh, what I would love to be able to do differently, I would love to be able to open more. We would love to, uh, because so far our opening hours, this is Tuesday through Saturday with uh, 11 to 5. We push until 8 on Friday night mm -hmm. with a different menu, a little more elaborated. Uh, I would love to open more on Thursday night, for instance, and of course Saturday night mm -hmm. and Sunday. Mm -hmm. Sunday, nothing crazy, but uh, probably some a couple of hours. Few yeah. 11 to 2 or 11 yeah. to 3 because I think that uh, we would uh, we would be able to offer something nice for uh, for uh, brunch yeah good Sunday French yeah. brunch yeah. yes I'll, I'll be down and with that uh, <laughs> yeah so so far we the idea is that when we uh, have these hours we want to be able to keep them and right. this is what we've been doing these past years. Right. Even so, sometimes it has been challenging in the kitchen. We've always been able to open and uh, maintain our hours. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's the that is very very important that we are here for people when right. we promise to be. Right. And uh, as for the rest, yes, maybe we should have done things differently, but. You're still here. Yes. You're after the two-year threshold, and you're still here. You couldn't yes. do it. You, you couldn't make that many mistakes. What's your What's one of your favorite things? You so you mentioned the. Uh, the ham, egg, and, and cheese. La complète. Uh, yes. Um, What's one of your dessert favorites? Ha! Um, I, w I can go with very simple things. As you said, the Nutella crepe is delicious. Yes. Uh, one of my favorite, actually, it's not in the menu yet. Uh, it's something that I hope we can make at some point, but we would have to get organized. It's not the big deal, but it's the flambé. You know, when you... Um, 
you um, have some uh, cognac or oh flambe yeah Ooh. it's delicious mm -hmm. with, with banana and some chocolate oh yeah mm. yes i would love to be able to offer that so and we'll do it it's just not now but yeah. and in the meantime well chocolate banana yes what's wrong with that nothing i nothing think nothing is wrong with chocolate <laughs> banana what's one of your favorite things about brazelton or, or maybe not brazelton but what's one of your favorite things about the area places to go things to do oh well that's a good question i would love to be able to answer that actually i don't uh, really have that answer because unfortunately we're not able to have i mean we're always working a yes. lot first uh, two years you pretty much spend yes here in this building. we have uh, our head uh, full and um, and uh, plus i still have my translation because mm -hmm. uh, i love my job and i yeah. still have my clients that i hope to keep it a while uh, for a little while uh, and uh, what I love about Brazilton and the area well I think this is the people yeah people are great they're I mean if we're here it's thanks to them because yeah. they come on a regular basis uh, they will bring their friends we talk to their friends this is what they've been doing since the very beginning mm -hmm. I love the fact that uh, the city and uh, the economic agency gather their minds to uh, they, they work very hard to uh, make us business owners mm -hmm. successful to yes. try to put things together in that respect to uh, organize special events mm -hmm. we meet on a regular basis to do that to uh, and there are people who are great also in uh, i mean in in the yeah. business owners and uh, i'm thinking about and i will uh, of course not say the right way because i never have clear things in mind in that respect but you know the fest the antique festivals that are uh -huh. held on a regular basis yep. it's Donna and uh, Peggy who do that yep. they are wonderful people yep. they have the, the the antique store over there and I apologize I don't have the name of it in mind I should <laughs> but anyway thanks to you uh, ladies we have people coming in yeah. and I mean Bradleton is famous for that too yeah. and, and, and it's help awesome that for people who are just coming to that there is uh it's one of those things that uh, until i started really working in this area uh and a lot of these restaurants are fairly new uh, yes, you know in the last five are. years or so mm -hmm. but you have such high quality food mm. in variety so you know we're we're looking we're outside we're looking at the brazelton brewery cotton calf is right next door Local your location station local mm. stations behind us mm. uh, and the blacks of brazilton yeah there's what I so like many good places you can just mm. walk to yes you come to the antique thing and you just walk to that's true great food of all different kinds and uh, and it's like i mean it's a couple hundred yards at the most that you're walking mm, absolutely and I, what i like also uh is that there is this variety and as this is it's exactly that we complete each other we supplement each other mm -hmm. So, so that's wonderful. Yeah, you don't have three places trying to sell no. burgers or no. something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's the great thing about it. Yeah, plus we have great stores such as Nakitsa's Boutique and uh, the Olive Basket, which are our mm -hmm. closest neighbors. And on the other side of the store, you also have um, Element Spa. Yep. And uh, another antique store. So yeah. Yeah, there's some good and foot the, traffic places yeah, here too. Yeah, absolutely. And the hairdresser. Now, we have we are in a one time shop yes you say that <laughs> and well the good thing is that we're, we're open to special parties mm -hmm. if you want to do something uh, uh, with a group we can do that we can do that actually during the day we yeah. uh, we take reservations and uh, usually it's not a problem for us to accommodate groups even so we have a, 
uh, just one room, yeah. which is not that big, but uh, we know how to do that. We can yeah. do it. And uh, uh, we can think also about the evenings because it's not because we cannot open on a regular basis that we cannot accommodate special events. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're a group of 15 at least, we'll be happy to open for you. And uh, we just have to get in touch and uh, I will uh, yeah, and if get it's, back if to it's you. If it's nice weather, like we're, we're coming into the spring, as mm -hmm. long as the rain lets up, uh, there's a bunch of outdoor seating. So yes. you've got lots of options for seating inside versus outside. And come with your dog outside. Yes. You love dogs and you're very welcome to come with them. Awesome. Mm. One of the things I like to do before we wrap up every episode mm -hmm. is what I call the lightning round, which is a question that has nothing to do about anything oh we've talked about. Okay. So <laughs> because you're from France. Yes. The lightning round question is, what is your favorite French fry? My favorite French fry. Les frites, évidemment. Les vraies frites, truth. I don't know fries. Because you know that the French fries are not French, actually. East, I cannot give Eastern you the... European? I don't no, 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 it's American. I think it's... Uh, yes, it's definitely American. Yes, you know yes. that. I, I cannot give you the, the story because I read it. I don't remember exact the specifics. I don't really do that at the Cotton Cafe, actually, but I like yeah. their big potatoes yeah. and also their mashed potatoes. Yes. I, I'm a farmer's girl. I'm a okay. farmer's daughter, so you, I love my meat and my potatoes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll wrap up with how do people find you? Uh, you're on Facebook. Uh, Yes. Website, phone number, how do people so get So we're not very good at that. We still have to work, <laughs> you're right, to mention that. We do not we still do not have any website. Uh, we are on Facebook. We have an Instagram page on it on which I need to work a little bit. Okay. And uh, but yes, you can definitely reach us out via Facebook. Uh, you will find our phone number there. You we are also are on Yelp. Okay. And uh, as far as I know, uh, our information are cor is correct there. Okay. We're also on TripAdvisor. Okay. And um, and you can reach us out also on our email. Okay. Um, with pleasure, we'll answer any uh, requests. Okay. So mm -hmm. uh, what's the phone number? Seven zero six six four three zero eight zero. And it's the Galloping Galette. Yes. G A L E T T E. On you can find it on Facebook. That's how I found them. I found them on Facebook, and their uh, phone number, email address, all that contact information is there on Facebook. But again, if you're at all familiar with the downtown Braselton area, uh, they're literally across the hall from Cotton Calf, so super easy to yes. find. And there's plenty of parking in front, out back, around the side. Uh, again, you know, just such a great location. And if Thank you've you. not been to France, this is the closest thing you're going to get well, to an authentic French experience as far as the cuisine goes, I at least that I've had in the States. And also, I hear that we cannot really go to France these days, so it will save you a, yes, a trip to Atlanta, too. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> um, well, uh, thank you so much for your time you're and sharing welcome. your story. And, uh, and yeah, we'll wrap up with that. You're very welcome. Thank you very much. This is the North Georgia Life Podcast. Embrace life where you live.